As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Latinx Influencers, the top chismes, top trending topics, and everything you need to know about your favorite Latinx influencer and celebrity. You find it here. I'm your host, Yesenia Garcia. I can fix up. What's up, everyone? So today's episode is going to be a bit different than what I normally talk about, only because the tables were turned when I became the talent, you could say, or the special guest in a podcast. So I'm usually the one asking all of the questions, and this time I had to do all of the answers. So Jason Waller and John LeBlanc from True Underdog Podcast were nice enough to invite me over to their podcast and just get to know me a little bit more. And they were nice enough to actually send me that episode and so I can share it with you guys. And it's just talking about my life as a wife, mom, entrepreneur, influencer, and of course, daughter of immigrants, how I got to be where I'm at today, how I stay positive through all this, because even though it seems like everything can look very peachy, everyone has struggles. So it's a little bit of of me and get getting to know how I become certain struggles and how I stay positive and how I try to hustle on top of everything else that I do. So the name of this episode and True Underdogs podcast is Love Yourself First. And I think it's very important for everyone to love themselves first to be able to achieve a lot of things in life. So you guys, like I said, this episode is not me talking about myself. It was... Um, me being featured on True Underdogs podcast. So take a listen. And we've got special guest Yesenia D. Garcia from Arizona. How are you doing? Good. Thank you. Thank you so much. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. So we mentioned a little bit. What's the weather right now in Arizona? The hottest it could be, probably. It's so freaking hot. It's insane. Did you say 120 you- earlier? I think last week we hit records and it was one to, I heard 120, but it could have been like 121. It was insanely you, hot. You know, not even like the pool was able to close off. You know, when I grew up there, there was a, uh, the record I think is 123. And mm-hmm. I was there for that. It was like 92. It was nuts. Oh, you can wow. cook eggs outside in Arizona. People don't believe me. You can literally cook <laughs> an egg. Can you not? I'm pretty sure I can go out there right now and I can cook one. It's crazy. Yep, it's crazy. Well, hey, so we're in Michigan. Weather's a little better here right now, but I'm sure in December you would want to flip-flop. So thank you for giving us your time today. 
Yesenia, we are super excited. I want you to introduce yourself. Tell us what you're doing, what you've got going on, who you are, so the listeners and the followers out there can really know who, what, the, what they're about to hear. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for giving me the space to come on here as your guest. Yeah. That question for me, it's like, I never know exactly how to answer it because I feel like I, I'm a little bit of everything. I like to try everything that I like to set my mind to do. So I guess I'm going to start off with, first off, I'm a mom. I'm a wife. So I do a lot of that house stuff here at home. So I have to give priority to that. And then I'm also an entrepreneur. I am an influencer on social media. I love everything that has to do with fashions, outfit of the day, just tips and motivating women to kind of just do their own thing and experiment with their clothing to make them feel better. And I also do some journalism, some writing, blog, and producing, content creating. And then I also have my podcast, um, Latinx Influences, which I absolutely love. It's just... Um, letting people know about new talent or anything trending within the Latino community. And we also do a little bit of family YouTube. So I do honestly a little bit of everything. Family YouTube. That's funny. Yeah. So not a reality show, right? Just some family YouTube videos. No, we're not that dramatic. You know, we're just a little <laughs> lame, but Hey, we're still out there. <laughs> That's really cool. If someone wanted to follow your podcast, where would they find it? What's it called? Like give them the, uh, it's Latinx Influencers by Believe Podcast Network. So you can find it on our website, Believe Podcast, and on Spotify, on Apple Podcasts. I think anything that you can get your podcast through. Well, good. Well, look, look, the most important thing, you said you're a mom and a wife and kudos to you because not only are you able to manage the aspect at home, you're also out there grinding, building business, you're involved in so many things. And I think the other thing that really stood out is you want to empower and motivate women to do more. So, you know, let's talk about that aspect of, of your life and how you're doing that right now with that job. What is it you're doing to help empower and push women forward in what they want to do with their lives? I think the most important thing that I try to portray with my social media is to love yourself first, whatever it is. I know that a lot of women face, um, you know, we see our own imperfections and I think that's natural. I see them too. There's women who reach out to me and are like, oh, but you're so perfect. Oh, but this, like, how do you see that when we don't see that? And it's like, you see your own imperfections and that's okay. Um, I like to see my imperfections because that's how I grow and overcome them. But also we need to learn how to love ourselves for how God made us, for how we are. Um, and that's what I try to portray. So when I get these messages, I always try to like come back at them and be like, Hey, look, whatever you do, make sure that you love yourself for what you're doing. And it makes you happy while you're doing it. Cause that's what makes it worth it. Yes. Yesenia, you said that you have kids, right? Your, your mom. Yes. I have a seven-year-old daughter. Oh, that's awesome. Congratulations. Yeah. So that's, that's special. And yeah, I'm sure she sees that as yeah, I, you know, I can relate. My wife uh, is a mother of three. Um, but you know, same thing, you know, loving yourself is so important and we can, we're all our own worst critics. Right. But there's that fine line. I think loving yourself first allows you the proper mindset when entering anything you want to fix about yourself, right? You're at ease with who you are and what God made you, as you said, right? And that's an important thing because we talk about that all the time in the podcast. Like, how, do, how where's the balance between accepting who I am and then wanting more, whether it's emotionally, financially, spiritually, whatever it is, right? Like, where's that balance? We talk about that all the time. So I think uh, you bring up a really valid point. Yesenia, let me ask you this. I mean, you are 
you have high energy, which I can relate to. I think that's awesome. You're like really excited and you're like, let's go. Where, where does that come from? I mean, I, you know, I was telling my son last night and my brother yesterday on a phone call that, you know, we have to fail in life to succeed. And surely you just weren't, you know, born and came out this, you know, great, enthusiastic, high energy female that's a mom, that's a wife, that's doing like five things and an entrepreneur and you're getting excited, you're getting jacked and you just want to move the planets, which I feel you've got that energy to do, which is infectious and exciting. But I'm sure there were moments along your career and or growing up that it wasn't like that. Let's talk about like, as you were growing up, I mean, are you originally from Arizona? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, you've lived through the heat. That's already a bear there, I, I can I tell you. Yeah. There you go, used to it, yeah. So then, but growing up, what struggles did you have? What things did you have to overcome that made you better? Because, you know, people like us and from the listeners and followers out there that are always like, how can I get to where you're at? You know, I see Yasina doing this. How, how can I be motivated? And they're stuck somewhere in the mud or in the concrete and they're not moving like they need to and they've got problems. What kind of things that they can relate to have you had to overcome? Gosh, I feel like there's so much that I can say with that question. Um, before I tell you exactly like where I came from and my upbringing, I want to start off with, you just said right now, like my enthusiasm and my energy. It's so funny you say that because I feel like that comes with maturity. It comes with life and it comes with overcoming your fears. Actually, I was a very shy person all through like, I want to say until I graduated high school. I was wow. so shy. I used to get bullied because people used to say that I was stuck up because I was so shy that I just didn't talk. Um, so it's a constant, like getting bullied. I was shy. I was, I always felt like I was like this turtle. Like I just never wanted to come out of my shell. Um, and then I graduated high school and something just completely turned where I was like, I'm not getting bullied anymore. I'm going to start standing up for myself and I'm going to become the person that I know that I can be. There's so many struggles that you have to overcome and they start with overcoming the struggles within you. So for me, it started with that. It started with not hiding who I am and my personality because being afraid of what people are going to say, think, or how they're going to like see me. Um, and then after that, it was just, uh, pushing myself. I, I have a great support system in my family. My husband is like my biggest support system. Uh, but I think the, the most important is supporting your own self. And I, and I keep saying that, but it's like, Seriously, if you love yourself, if you support yourself, then you can get there because if you don't believe it yourself and nobody else is going to believe it if you're not, and you're not going to get there. Um, but yeah, I'm from Arizona. I lived here my entire life. No, I lied. I lived in Mexico for a little bit. My parents uh, decided to go back to Mexico there for a little bit. So I grew up there um, between like one to eight. And, yeah. then they, and then we decided to come back to the States and we reside here in Arizona. And then my parents moved to Flagstaff and I lived there for 10 years. I went to school there. I graduated college there. I met, I met my husband there. It's high school sweethearts. Um, and then after graduating, I came back to Arizona where I got a job at a local news station. Um, none of that was easy. Uh, Obviously, moving from one city to another and the middle. We or, or, or moving from one country to another at eight. Coming I, back I and going back honestly, to school. I don't, yeah, and I don't remember moving from Mexico to here. I have a really bad memory. I don't know why, but I just have a really bad memory. Did you um, say how old you were? She said eight. Eight, eight. sorry. I missed it. 
Yeah. So I don't really remember much about, I remember like little bits here and there, but I don't remember much. But when we moved to Flagstaff, I was 16. So that was a huge change. Um, And then, like I said, being so shy, it just didn't help. And, um, but yeah, it was that struggle of not having my friends and trying to like find myself and then moving down here. And during college, I actually worked full time. I went to school full time and I already had my daughter, um, and I also help, uh, my family. So in 2012, I'm a daughter of immigrants in 2012, my parents decided to go back to Mexico and just kind of like start the process to get the residency. And that was extremely hard because they actually had to leave the country for them to get their residency. And when they were out, they got 10 year penalty that they couldn't come back to the country. Mm. So I'm the oldest of four. And at that time, I was 21. I had been married for, I think, maybe a year and a half. Um, So I was just starting my life with my husband. And then my parents leave. And then my sister was 18. My brother was 13. And my youngest sister was, I believe, like eight or nine. So it was... It was such like this chaos in our family because my parents had to leave and it was like, who's staying here and who's going with them? Mm-hmm. The two youngest one decided to go with them. And then my brother decided that that wasn't for him. He came back. So he started living with us. So I kind of raised my brother um, when he was 13. And like I said, I was 21. So if you can just imagine, like, that's really hard. Thankfully, my parents, like, um, they taught us a lot of morals, respect, and just how to be like a good person, a good human being that that I could like kind of show my brother how to be that person. And he wasn't a child, like a troubled child. So that really helped. So it was a lot of that. Plus, like I said, on top of that, like going to school full time and my daughter and my husband. And so, so let me get this straight. So 21 married, raising your younger brother, who's 13, correct? Yeah. You, you have your daughter, the same time frame, going to school and working. Yeah. That's dude, that's five things. And I big and, things. Uh, oh, big things. Big yeah, yeah monstrous <laughs> things. So people need to uh, understand that, you know, right here, you aren't given the cards that are perfect. Your life isn't, you know, like here, here's the map. Have fun. You were scared at 21, even if you're very mature, which it sounds like you were. Um, here you are by yourself, your parents are gone you're married to your best friend and kudos to that. I married my high school sweetheart too. So that there's always a loyalty thing there. I love that. But then you guys have a baby and you're raising your little brother. You're having to do all these things to provide. That's hard work. And I think a lot of the listeners and viewers in today's world, they forget how hard some of us have had to work our asses off to get places. It's not giving like that is showing five monstrous things. Like John said, that you're doing every day in that feeling where the days you wanted to quit, before you go on to that story, because I want to hear more, in that section, were there days that you were upset, crying, wanted to quit? I cried so many times. And I think that the reason why I cried wasn't because, oh, my life is so hard. Oh, everything that I'm doing is so hard. No, I think what made me cry was that my family went from always together, doing everything together to, holy crap, like my parents can't come for special events. My parents can't like... They can't be here for certain things, you know? And I understand that there's a lot of families who are like, oh, we get separated because military. Hey, my husband's in the military. I get it. Um, Or for any other reason, I get that. But like I said, when you come from such a close-knit family to where we literally did everything together um, to, yeah, my mom can't be there when I have my daughter. Things like that is like, 
that's when it gets hard. Yeah, I can see that. And for, for girls, you know, I've got three daughters and, and then a son. And I've just became a grandpa about a year and a half ago. So I'm, you know, 40-year-old grandpa out there. But it's very important because girls want their mom more than anything. Girls want their mom. It's just a thing. And, you know, I can't even imagine my daughter having, because she had her daughter at 21. Um, she's 21 now or she, she's getting ready to turn 22. She had her a year ago. So she, same age. And I couldn't imagine us not being there for, or my wife not being there for, because they're like this, you know, our family's pretty tight knit. They're like best friends. I mean, my, my daughter couldn't live without her. So, okay. So you're going through that and I'm a big believer in this. And if sometimes when you have to do it, you have to do it. You know, when you live through this, you think it's normal. You don't think you're abnormal. You don't think that you're treated less than or different or, you know, underprivileged. This is your life. You just have to figure it out. It sounds like that's what you're doing. You're grinding, you're busting your butt, you're getting through it, no complaints. What then? I mean, all of this, right? And then I start college thinking that I wanted to do nursing. And I'm going to get into this because in that when I was doing all of this, I was like, that's not, that's not okay. Why should I be doing this? You know, but it's part of life. I started college thinking that I wanted to do nursing. So I did, I think a year into nursing, my, maybe a year and a half, decided that wasn't for me. Um, then went back and was like, you know what? Maybe I want to do paramedic studies. Then I did that. And I was like, no, not for me. And then I changed it. And I was like, you know what? I love everything that has to do with broadcasting, communications, writing, things like that. I'm going to go look into that. So I look into that and I was like, but it's, it's, I will never be able to like do reporting and anchoring and all of that. Like, that's like, like a dream. Like I can't, that's not for me. So I went into the counseling office and I was like, Hey, like I kind of want to get into it, but maybe communications of a different field, not that. And she goes, why not that? And I was like, I don't know. She's like, just try it. So I did. I went into it and luckily I was able to get into the local station there in Flagstaff. And from there it was like, I think I found my calling. Um, but like I said, it wasn't easy because I remember going to bed at four in the morning, doing homework and then having to be up at work at seven. Mm -hmm. So it, there was a lot of nights like that where I was like, come home. Like I said, my greatest support system in my is my husband. He would do everything at the house so that I could just do homework and spend time on that. And it was hard. It was hard for like those four years that I was off and on school because I also took breaks because of my daughter. Mm. So it's honestly, it's really hard. So it's very important that you have a good support system. Yeah, I agree. I think that uh, the fact that he stepped up and allowed you to pursue your dreams and you change your mind and, and people sometimes think if they change their mind, that's, that's failure. You can't do that. You can, you, you know, we, we tell people you want to, you build your own map, you write your own map, but it doesn't need to be a 10 year map. It can be a 90 day map. It could be a year map. You can change it. The good news is you can change the course if you want to. That's part of the map. And you're going down this, like nursing's not for me, you know, paramedic stuff. Nope, not for me. But you don't know till you try. Exactly. You don't know till you check and you see, and then you found something you're passionate about. So, John, anything you want to add on to this thus far? I mean, this is, she's working her butt off. She's young. She's aspiring to do great things and juggling several balls in the air here. You know, it's just amazing. We, we, we get a chance to get in front of a lot of these stories. And, you know, I don't, I don't think people realize what the human body can do when you're backed up against a wall, right? So for you, it was doing all this stuff in a day or in a night and demanding your time till four in the morning and then having to get up at seven in the morning. And it's doable. It's doable. 
if you really have to do it and your body can at least grind through that period for, for how long I know Jason shared bits of his story where, you know, he, he's had sleepless nights on, on businesses and, you know, business decisions where, you know, it, it, it required very little sleep and we have a lot of guests come on that do the same thing. So, I mean, you're just another living proof of folks that really want to do something great in their life that demand a little bit extra, right? Thank you. The ability is there. Like it's, it's there. It's like the, the, it's the mom that can lift a car off their son. It's like, it's son's in trouble, right? Like it's there. You just have to reach for it. So it's so amazing to hear that. You just have to want it bad enough. To yeah. Do it. So when you were um, working at the station, what was your job there? What was that like? I was a writer and associate producer. Okay. And you so, love that? Yes, I absolutely loved it. I was blessed to have the opportunity to work in the same state where I graduated from because with journalism, it's kind of like you have to start off in a, in a low market, um, especially if you want to be on air. So I started behind the camera, but in a top 12 market in the United States. Um, so I was, like I said, blessed to be able to have that opportunity. And I did that for two years. And um, then things took a turn again. And I realized that I absolutely love journalism. I still see myself maybe taking that path. But right now, it's not the path where I want to be at right now for personal reasons. Um, and it goes back to the other, to what I was saying earlier, it's, um, I still struggle, don't get, don't get me wrong, I still struggle with the, should I be doing this? Should I be taking this like turn? Um, should, should I had just stay on that same path, you know? But, and I have better days when I'm like, yes, I'm, I'm glad I did what I did because I'm learning, I'm finding myself, I'm, I'm trying to see what exactly is that I'm passionate about. So, I guess that it's part of life. You just kind of like have to do what makes you happy and figure yourself out, especially if you're young. And there's also the other struggle. I'm about to be 30 and it's like, should I be doing this at this time? Because I'm about to be 30. I can't be like playing around with my career. I should probably like already be somewhere in that path and growing to make it like a good career. But, but then I'm here trying to figure it out. <laughs> so, you're trying to figure it out. And this is, is this when you started your podcast? Yeah, I started my podcast after I left uh, the local news station. Like I said, I left that for personal reasons. Um, and uh, I, I, like I said, I don't want to leave journalism. I love talking to people. I love storytelling. And what better than starting your own business, which is podcast let's see that's you you make your podcast you know it's 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 right. your thing yes with the company but it's it's kind of like my baby too I how get long that. have you been doing your podcast it'll be a year in november wow and when yeah. when did you leave journalism uh in may of last year is when i left the station oh wow all right yeah. so fairly recent then huh yeah and i don't want to say like i left journalism because still my podcast i still kind of do news episode um, because like I said, I just absolutely love uh, that stuff. But yes, I'm not working in a station, in a news station or a magazine or a newspaper. Yeah. So your goals for women here, you, you have a lot of that on, on your profile and your information where you want to empower women. Let's, let's reach out to the ladies out there, to the, to the female listeners and, and followers out there that feel like I, you know, I just need to, 
you know, look, there's, first of all, let me say this. My wife was a stay at home mom, four kids, right? Total rock star. I can't do her job. No damn way. Doing laundry, cooking, cleaning, four kids. Oh my goodness. That's the toughest job in the world. And I pick on my daughter. I pick on her because she struggles with one kid and both of them stay home. And I'm like, don't even call me. That's BS. Your mom was a gangster. She handled four. Don't give me that stuff. Right? So that is a tough job. And that allowed me to do some cool things. And she was a part of some of those things, but you know what? You know, I wanted to provide, I wanted to grow, you know, our, our family, uh, you know, and, and I had a passion to run my own companies and, and take them to the next level. And she supported me. And I, I think it's equal, if not even more uh, important that you have someone manage in the house while you're managing your career. But a lot of moms and a lot of wives, they don't want to do that. They don't mind be, staying home with their kids some, but they still want to do their thing. And I love that because we have several female uh, mindset rock stars that work for our company. I'm friends and, and, and close to several female entrepreneurs in the industry and then also you know, in solar that I do and also home security. And I love seeing that because I've got three girls and then a granddaughter, right? And I love my son, but I love to see women be in power, manage their things, get excited, you know, it, it just take ownership and take it to the next level. Cause women are a lot more better at multitasking than men. And so if they can, if they can get in a position, certain females get in a position to really grab the bull by the horns with ideas and energy, kind of like what you're exuberating now, they can really take things sky is the limit. So my question to you is, what messages, what is your goal with your podcast for the females out there? Because I want them to listen up and I want them to be able to feel that from you. First of all, women are like superheroes, okay? We are goddesses. The fact that we can give life, I mean, that right Game there. Changer. Is I know. That, 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 you just dropped the mic, by the way. You can give life, bam, that's it. Goodbye. <laughs> No, for real though. Like I think I feel like in the beginning I had the, that struggle a little bit with the staying at home because I never had stayed at home before. I've always just been running around all the time. And when I quit uh, the local news station here, um, I wasn't doing the podcast yet, and that's when I started to get serious with the influencing on Instagram. But I was like, oh my god, like what am I going to do at home all the time? Uh, my mom was a stay at home is a stay-at-home mom, and that's all we saw growing up. And now, when I look back, I'm like, holy crap, how did you do it? How do you do it? Seriously, how do you still do it? It's insane what the stay-at-home mom does all day long. I literally make lists, and I have to, like, scratch them off so that I can remember what we're doing. So I think it's very important to, to for the women, and in my podcast, I try to say it all the time. You know, it's important, like I said, to to love yourself, to pursue your dreams, whatever it is. If you wanna, if you like writing, start a blog, do it. Who cares? Just start it. All you have to do is start it and go from there. And if it doesn't work out, then it doesn't work out. At least you tried it. All you lost was maybe just some effort and time, yes, but at least you tried it. At least that's what my philosophy is. As long as I tried it, then I know that I'm doing my part. Um, you know, with my if you want to start a podcast, try it. Ask around. Search for some tips on how to do it. Don't be afraid to ask people. Don't be afraid to like reach out to connections or make new connections just to learn and educate yourself on certain things that you want to try. And always, always, always 
motivate your own self. Don't wait for anybody else to motivate you because you have to do that on your own. And like I said, just love yourself enough to know that you can and are capable of doing it. Such a great message, uh, Yasini. And I think the, uh, the, the biggest thing I want people, the listeners and the followers to, to know is you were a girl who was super shy in school, immigrant parents, bullied in school, took it upon yourself to step out and said, I've had enough, I want to do me. What's so inspiring and intriguing about your story is you are living life to the fullest and trying things you want to try. A lot of people, you're right, are too scared to take the leap. And I always say success is not you owning a company and making tons of money. I've been poor. I've been rich. I'm not going to quote Wolf of Wall Street. I was happier when I had less. That's a true statement. When you Sometimes you think success is, is money. It's not. When you chase money and things like that, you're chasing the wrong thing. Success is fulfilling what's in here, in your heart. How do you get happy? And you kept saying, if that's what you want to do, do it. Who cares? I think that that message needs to be really heard from everybody. You are not a failure if you're doing something you love. You're a winner. You're winning. There are people every day, whether they own a company, they're a doctor, they're a lawyer, they're an athlete, and they hate what they do, and they're not winning. And winning is really fulfilling what's inside, and you keep telling people that, like, just take a chance. And I think that's the biggest message really today is, you know, Yasina here grew up with all these kind of struggles and things against her. She changed her mindset, went out there, took a chance, and is continuing to take chances, which I think is great. Nobody says, hey, you have to do this for five, ten years. You can do whatever it is you want. And the fact that you keep trying different things and you've succeeded at each one of them and loved them and then say, hey, I want to start loving something else and be a part of that. I think that's just a great testament of people being inspired out there to not think that they're handcuffed to one thing or they shouldn't take a chance. You agree? Oh, definitely. Definitely agree with everything you just said. And I think for my Latinos and Hispanics out there, um, I think a lot of them hold back on fulfilling their dreams because of their ethnicity, because of their race. And it's very important for them to know that don't pay attention to that. Like I said, love who you are and embrace it and come out there and be like, yes, I am a Latina and I am doing this because it doesn't really matter what race you are. We're all human beings. That's the most important. Um, and like I said, the most important is loving yourself and knowing that you can do it and embracing who you are as a, as a person. And then another thing that I also want to like talk about is knowing that it takes consistency to get somewhere. I haven't gotten to where I want to be. I'm still working there. There's still struggles all the time, um, especially financially. Know that when you start something, it's not going to always pay off in the beginning. Right. You have to do a lot of freelance stuff and a lot of creativity things to make that income come in. And that's a lot of work. It's not going to happen overnight, like you said earlier. It's not going to happen overnight. It's going to happen with a lot of hard work and motivation and just consistency. So you have to remember all of those things at the same time motivating yourself to do it. Hashtag no elevator in life. <laughs> I always say that. There's, life is one step at a time. There's no shortcuts. You don't hit a button and all of a sudden you're successful and you've hit your dreams. You've literally got to take a step. Oh, I did this. I did this. I did this. Oh, I fell down. Oop, I did this. I did this. And failures lead to making the steps stronger as you walk up. I truly believe that. And, you know, testament to you to really enjoying life. You, you, I, I hope, you know, the, the listeners out there can definitely check out the podcast because you're 
sharing smiles out here and energy out here that shows you love life. You've got a great family, great husband, great daughter. You come from a good home and you've really taken the bull by the horns and, and done some great things. And I think you're able to inspire some females out there, which I think is important in today's world. It can be, we got COVID going on. We got everything else going on. It can be ugly. It's important, like you said, to love yourself, not listen to noise and do you and do what's best to fulfill you. You agree? Thank you. And everything you just said right now, it sounded like it was so peachy and it is, you know, I'm so happy and I'm so blessed, blessed in my life because like I said, I've worked hard to get where I'm at, but there's a lot of ups and downs. Um, there's a lot of struggles that, like I said earlier, personal reasons that I had to leave my job that we face. Um, my husband and I are having trouble, uh, getting, not getting pregnant, but holding a pregnancy. We've suffered like four miscarriages. So like I said, it's, it's not all peachy. Like we have a lot of struggles and, and I'm saying this so that people hearing us and listening to us can understand that it's good. And there's, it's like a roller coaster. You just honestly have to just write it and know that God is with you and that you just have to have faith. And like I said, work hard to get where you are. It's, it's, like I said, it's not, my life is not so peachy and it's all great. It, there's, there's a lot. I, I miss my parents. You know, they're in a dangerous area in Mexico. We can't visit them. Um, so, so there's, there's a lot of stuff that I have days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't even want to get out, out of bed. I'm just like, I'm just so emotional. It's probably my hormones, but I'm just so emotional. And it's like, I don't know what to do. And then there's other days when I wake up and I'm like, yes, today is my day. I'm going to have a coffee. I'm going to do this. And so productive. And then the next day it's like, whoop nothing's going to happen today. <laughs> Life is the yo-yo. That, that's for sure. Everybody, and nobody really knows, you know, you, can't, you know, social media platform in today's world has made everybody's life look perfect. And every single person out there has stuff. Some stuff's worse than others, but some stuff is, is feels the same that it might not feel to somebody else, and, but it hurts someone more. And I think you know, people forget that. You said it best. We're all one race. It's we're human beings. And, you know, we've got one shot in life to, to do the best that we can and make our impact felt. And I think that, uh, you know, I, I think you're doing a good job. I, I think that, you know, you stand up for Latina women out there and for female entrepreneurs out there and, and, and growing up in Arizona, um, you know, with, you know, all my friends, a lot of my friends are, are Hispanic. I grew up with uh, one of my best friends and um, they took custody of me when I was 18 to try to go back to college, but I didn't. I went back to high school. Whole nother podcast, okay? <laughs> the, the listeners know what I'm talking about, where I changed my transcripts and went back to high school. But needless to say, um, you know, it, it's tough. You know, it's tough sometimes, you know, when when your parents are immigrants or you're in this country where things are stacked against you and you not one time have complained, made an excuse, pointed the finger. You said, look, I love myself. I don't worry about that stuff. I do me. I focus on the positives. That's all you can do. You see, that's all you can do. And if you do that, what you can control, dude, sky's the limit. Do your part and God will do the rest. That's right. John, yeah. what do you want to add to close out? You know, just uh, from your story, I, I do want to visit the topic of you. You're, you're in a lot of things right now. And I think all too often you hear do things that you love. And we mentioned it right here in, in this pod, right? Do things you love, do things you're passionate about. But you, you said, you know, you're trying all these different things until you find certain avenues where you can fall in love with that one thing and then maybe steer away from it and then be passionate about something else. So what I admire about you is your ability to try all these new avenues and different things. And 
you're young, you know, you're, you're young and it's never too late to change anything that you're doing. Right. So, um, I admire you for that is, is trying new things, seeing if you like it, learning to love it, and then becoming passionate about it. You're not going to be born with this deep passion to do one thing for the rest of your life. Right. You've got to try a lot of different things. And I think that's all too often ingrained in our head, just that one thing that you have to do. Not true. Try a ton. Yep. That's the struggle. But yeah, you have to know that you should try different things mm -hmm. to find your happy. I agree. Happiness is winning. Happiness is success. Nothing else. If you fill that void and you can be happy, you can put a smile on your face, you love your family, you love God, you got your things going on, that's winning. That's being successful. So thank you for sharing your story, Yasina. We appreciate that. Okay, guys. Well, I hope that I was somehow inspirational to you all. And now you guys know a little bit about where I come from. <laughs> And don't forget to hit subscribe wherever you are tuning in from, you guys. And go ahead and leave me a review because reviews are very important to me. I want to know what you think about these episodes. And if you haven't done so already, you guys, check out our Instagram account at Latinx Influencers Podcast. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.